as if he'd kicked about three pounds of haggis that time because it hardly got off the ground. Three pounds of haggis. 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 Three pounds of haggis because it hardly got off the ground. Kia ora, good Norvind. You are with Nathan Snade tonight. My guest, Daniel Kayser. Daniel Kayser, good evening. Many shows is this that you have had to step in for the infamous <laughs> Scott Brown. I don't know. Must be edging on double figures now, nearing towards it. But do we hope he's getting drenched? <laughs> Maybe. Because we have just come into a little bit of a... It's well, not a pleasant. Few, a, ...a few spots of rain and what has been actually a pleasant day. I believe you were out there running the roads in uh, around Sandvila. Where did you go today? Oh, just a few loops in the forest and then uh, a real killer at the end up a, up, a, up a hill just around the back of my house. So, Well, yeah. I should always start with Kia ora, Good Norvind. We are live from Today Radio Studio for Kirschberg, the headquarters of Let's Talk Sport. You're with myself, Nathan Snade. My co-host tonight is Daniel Kayser. Whilst Daniel was um, out for his run tonight, he brought up a straggler. To my right, <laughs> Mr. Daniel Hutchins joins us in the studio. Now, you mate, you had a mention the other week, you were saying, Daniel. Yeah, it was mentioned, I think, on the show last week when I just beat you. So. Yeah, so... Fair enough. He's had, a, he's had a win. I can bring him into the show. but This is the reward, is it? This, <laughs> this is the reward. Well, I can tell you to, tonight, we are very, very privileged to have Paul Kramer. Paula or Paul? Paul. Paul yeah. Kramer, who is a, uh, a long-distance swimmer. Yes. Uh, could we say an ultra-distance swimmer? I would say, yeah. I think anything above, like, 10k in a pool marathon. So get out of here. Get out of here. I have got so many questions. This is this is wow, 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 wow. So I've certainly been looking at your resume and it is impressive, impressive indeed. (laughs) Um, Tonight is or Sunday evenings is our international sports wrap, so we have uh, plenty of content. If you want to get in touch, uh, Daniel, you've got the uh, WhatsApp over there. So uh, Meredith, if you're listening, please uh, delve in um, (laughs) (laughs) as you you often do. Um, Tonight, it's our 95th episode of Let's Talk Sports, so we're nearing that big big 100, and of course we're thrilled that uh, those who are tuned in are tuned in, and those who are listening at the 10 10 o'clock uh, tomorrow, that's Monday morning. Welcome to the show. We have a decent lineup, as I've just uh, just mentioned, but uh, we're also going to cap off with our favourite footy expert, Anthony Perez. I think Danny Hutchins he's got a, he's got his West Ham shirt on tonight, and that <laughs> that'll be for good reason because they're bl- playing your beloved Manchester City. They- Oh, Manchester United. I was going to say <laughs> <laughs> it was that it was that light blue on his shirt. It was the light blue on his No, there was a uh, United City later on. So, oh, United City. Now I'm doing it. United West Ham later. So, uh, yeah, I think there'll be a, a bit of further discussion points going on there. Yeah, there'll be a little bit. Of, there'll be a little bit of football. So we'll be well warmed up when Anthony joins us um, in 45 minutes' time. Um, I'm looking forward to tonight's show. We're going to talk about 
first of all, your why. We're going to talk about. Um, yeah. We're going to talk about what your what's next. We're going to talk about your words of wisdom. You're a school teacher, so I'm sure you've got plenty of them. Oh, I'm not sure. You're not sure. We'll see. We'll see. Oh. Maybe, maybe. <laughs> when we were chatting before the show, and I was saying, yeah, when we get to you and we do the introduction and we ask you questions, first off, for example. Why? Why? <laughs> and this one is a this one is, is is a big why. We're also going to find out your social preferences. Are you okay. do you prefer the mullet versus the moustache? <laughs> we're going to talk. Do you prefer the budgie versus the bodies? And of course, as always, we're going to ask you: Are are you a socks up or socks down? So okay. if you're listening, stay tuned. Now to give you a warm up, uh, Paul, we're going to get, ask you sixty seconds about yourself. But I'm not going to throw you in the deep end as Scott would do, as we as we know he just really throws you. In. So I'm going to ask Daniel to give, uh, give my co-host to give 30 seconds about himself. About Danny to my right, he's looking there. I mean, <laughs> have we ever had a guest so comfortable? He's, he's he, I, <laughs> I get I, used to this. He's in his chair. He's leaning back. Now, Paul, and, 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 and as I said, in 45 minutes' time, um, Anthony's going to come into the studio and yeah. he's going to take his chair. It's going to be interesting. He's not going to be happy because he no. looks very, very comfortable. <laughs> going to have to that chair. <laughs> All right, Daniel, shoot away. Can you give, uh, can you give us 30 seconds, your uh, intro 30 about 30 seconds yourself? on me. Right, Daniel. So uh, I am born in Luxembourg, born to British parents, uh, grew up in the very, very active sports uh, expat community, squash primarily, football, golf, Later on in life, a bit of darts. And um, yeah, just been uh, running around trying to keep myself fit ever since uh, I could hold a racket, basically. So yeah. Well, you're actually keeping fit at the moment. The reason you're on that seven kilometre run is because yeah. you'll be uh, getting yourself ready or seven, running. Uh, running for a 21 kilometre. Running the half. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't learn my lesson last year. So I thought, what's two more hours of torture? I think I could ask you, what is your why? <laughs> yeah, why? what is my <laughs> why? <laughs> okay, over to you, Mr. Danny Hutchins. So I'm Danny, similar to Daniel, I was born here in Luxembourg, to Luxembourg, uh, to English parents, and I know these guys through squash, which I'm quite engaged in, working together with Nathan as a coach, and also currently training to go to the Small Nations at the end of the month. Yeah, Small sh- Nations, Small yeah. Small Nations in Malta. Yep. So. Spieler from the Klinger Lender. Well done. Rolled off the tongue like warm honey, that one. And you are in, in the team, Danny, you're batting at two, three, four? I'll be batting at three this time, so I'll let the young guns go at one and two. Yeah. It's best. Yeah. <laughs> He's had a bit experience of experience. Experience now. Experience at three. Right? <laughs> and and um, roommate, do you get to pick your roommates on such a, a, such a tour? No, at the tour? moment it's really a uh, surprise, surprise when you get there. There, so yeah. we'll see what happens. What, what, what does it mean? When you say surprise, surprise, you lucky dip out of a hat. Someone's decided it. We just don't get told. Ooh. You might, but you could be with a you could be with a rugby athlete, Danny. Ooh, that could be fun. Oh, he got nervous there, didn't Boy, he? Started, did he? Started sweaty. Could be you could be with Scott. Be careful. Be careful. Be careful. <laughs> okay, over over to my left. Okay, well oh. I'm Paul, born in Luxembourg with two Luxembourgish parents. Uh, I then went on to study in the UK for five years. I was in oh, Brighton. Nice. Uh, then I discovered sport at uni, really, because I haven't... I mean, I played a little bit of badminton when I was younger. But then being at uni, you know what happens. You do drink a bit too much and <laughs> <laughs> you should uh, be active. And then I started exactly. running and then through running I got into triathlon. And then because I had to finish my triathlon, I had to start swimming. And that's how... Slowly, I kind of went over to swimming. Oh, okay. So yeah. we got three born 
Luxembourgers in, exactly, the, in, yeah. the, in, 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 in the room. You've got uh, one Kiwi. We've got one Luxembourger. That, or uh, four people that hold Luxembourg nationalities. What a wonderful land we are in. Um, I forgot I forgot my train of thought there. Your English is impeccable. Yeah. But that's, that's obviously down to Brighton or because did you did you study English before did, you went to Brighton? I did study English literature in Brighton. So and oh, okay. I'm now an English teacher, so it'd be bad if I Oh right. Yeah. We're rubbish at English. Yeah. Yeah, be, yeah, so. yeah. And whereabouts um, and whereabouts are you uh, t- whereabouts are you teaching? I'm in the Lycée Armazinda in Mersh. So Mersh, okay. very nice small school. Lovely. How many students? Seven hundred and something. So Ooh. Yeah, quite cosy. Nice. Right. I mean, if you get, get, go up to Kirschberg, I mean, there's thousands of them. Oof, go down yeah, to yeah. Etonay and uh, European LA, School. LAML. There's hundreds, yeah. or literally hundreds of them running. Out, so it'd be lovely up there. Yeah, it's very nice. Really? You know, basically every student. So. Oh, that's good. That's what I like about it. Perfect. More, more perfect. Personal perfect. approach. That's good. Cool. Well, welcome to the show. Welcome to Let's Talk Let's Talk Sport. We are looking forward to uh, delving into with some questions because, as Daniel said, we've got quite a few for you today. Um, what else is on the menu? We've got rugby. We've got Formula One. We've got Novak. Murray um, have made the tennis headlines. We've got squash. The World Championships kicked yes. off in uh, Chicago a few days ago. We've got col- uh, golf. So we've got golf. Uh, we've got golf, which is the Wells Fargo. Is that Wells right? Fargo, Wells, yeah. Wells Fargo. We have uh, a bit of... A bit of football news for you. Obviously, Lionel Messi went on a holiday. We've got to, got to, got to raise that. We've got to raise that. There's the horse racing. We had Kentucky Derby. Yep. There's, um, there's a little, got a little bit of athletics in for you. We've got basketball. We know they're having the playoffs, uh, the NBA playoffs at the moment. We've got uh, a transgender cyclist who's done well in Australia. Um, and we have, we'll talk about uh, Oakland as well. I've heard some interesting stories come out of out of the city of Oakland in, yeah. um, in, in California. And of course... Well, the big event of of the weekend was uh, was was King Charles. So there was a few reactions, uh, a few reactions to. <laughs> Let's not to, forget to Miami the, as well. And then, of course, Miami. Oh, he's even got his Ferrari shirt on. I know you're brewing up, <laughs> brewing up. But Daniel, can you kick away with um, a little bit of sport and the history in the world today? Well, I've only put a few pieces in here because I really want to rip into these questions. Yeah, with, uh, exactly. Paul. No, this is good. This is one of my favourite parts of the show, oddly enough, because I'm I'm very partial to a to a fact and to and to a history one. So here we go. On this day, 1951, the International Olympic Committee allows Russia to participate in the 52 Olympics, which were held in Helsinki, and it was a first game for the Soviet athletes. Yep. Nice. And the first, uh, the, who was the first Russian athlete, let's say, to win a gold? Here we Test, go. You're testing me now. We like, we like, we like names. Nina Romashkova. <laughs> well, it sounded good. And she won the first Olympic gold medal for what was then the USSR in the, um, was it discus? Yeah, discus. 51.42, which was an, a, an Olympic record at the time. Oddly enough, when I was uh, looking in my facts of sport and the history in the world today, um, there, there was, today was, a, uh, was an event, there was... It was bugger all, yeah. bugger all content. Um, but we're going to talk about two thousand. That's a pretty good one, though. That one there is yeah. a very. That one is a very interesting one. Um, two thousand and three, Arsenal thrashed Southampton six mm-hmm. one at Highbury to start their Gunners' amazing English Premier League record, and which was a forty nine game unbeaten streak. Danny Hutchins, who were the team that beat Arsenal to stop them from to getting stop 50. them? 
Who you're not. Down, would it? No, you're not going to like this. <laughs> yeah, it is indeed. It's Manchester United. They ended their 49 unbeaten streak on the 24th of October 2004, and that result was 2 0. Um, happiest of birthdays. Well, of course, there were a few birthdays going, but I, there was no one really that tickled my fancy. But we are going to give a shout out to our good friend. David Hopwood, ah, who has his birthday Sen- Senor today. Hoppers. Senor oh, Hoppers. Exactly, exactly, exactly. Well, we're going to play you a little a little, ch- a little, track, one of my favourite uh, commentaries. We've got footballers on the mind, so I'm going to have a listen to this, Danny. A little football commentary for you. Rodriguez, so Shea came between them. But here's Rodriguez, hits it early! Oh, no! The gloom really does deepen for in space, no one closes him down. He takes the snapshot, he takes it early, and he fires it home into the corner. Let's talk sport on RTL Today Radio. One of the finest moments in Luxembourg sport. That Rodriguez, he was a. Uh, when he's on, he's on. Yeah. And when yeah. he's when he's off, he's off. F- fair to say. Yeah. Very much so. Who, who, uh, does he does he relate to you? What what what? When you think of Rodriguez, and you put another let's say player in the Premier League, who do you put him? Who would be your equivalent? Someone that would know. Think of that Valencia bloke who played for West Ham. <laughs> In a Valencia. In a Valencia. Came like, from Colombia, didn't he? He was brilliant when he wanted to. Oh, I remember him. Yeah, he scored some screamers, yeah. but then didn't turn up for about 95% of his West Ham games. Mm. Right. <laughs> You're quite right. He was he was, uh, he was was one hell of a football player, and I think he went on to... I think he played in the he World Cup. He was top goal scorer, yeah. Yeah, yeah that's, that's right. Cool. Right, over to our guest, Paul Kramer. You've had a few warnings now. Yeah. You had a you had a WhatsApp message from me. Yeah. Which was pretty much only one yeah. word. Yeah. We've just had. <laughs> we have just had a, a, a communications. Now you're a long distance yeah. swimmer. Now when we talk long distance, we're not just talking like Daniel and I going in for a dip for five minutes. No. It's we not, are talking. It's not your twenty lengths. We are talking up to, and I think even beyond thirteen hours. Yeah. Nearly fourteen. Nearly fourteen yeah. hours is the maximum time you spend. A, Oof. Do you want to ask the question, Daniel? <laughs> I mean, uh, Danny, you could probably ask the question. We could probably ask it all together. Wowzers! Why? Why? Yeah, I mean, it's. <laughs> I mean, it's an accomplishment. I mean, wow! I always kind of think about the why, and it, I know it's always important to have a why in sport. You know, <clears> you always <throat> have your reasons to do sport, but yeah. then I, I come to the kind of conclusion: it's like, why not? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Very good response. Why not? Just, just. Yeah. See how far Flip you can it on go. Its head. Yeah. Just see how far you can go. Yeah. Put pushing about pushing your boundaries. Yeah, exactly. And see how I mean, it's more of a mental sport and physical yeah. after a while. So just see how far your mind can take you, really. Because that's good. Yeah. My mind wouldn't take me that far. Yeah. You I can know. train that. You wouldn't. Go, you wouldn't go in water that deep, then. No, I, cer- I certainly would not. <laughs> If I had the jaws, if I had the jaws no. trap right on me, if I was a, a better DJ, I would be having the jaws trap on me. <laughs> let's let's push those 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 fish away just for a, a, a wee, wee wee moment there. Or oh, sorry, stay on 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 the fish. You never you never thought of anything. No, I mean I was swimming in California now. I knew that there were some creatures in the water I might not want to come close to, but then I'm always thinking, you know, I'm swimming in their habitat, so. Mm-hmm. You're part of it. Yeah. I showed you, Daniel, recently of the, the lady in New Zealand swimming with the orcas. Yeah, 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 yeah. Incredible. And, and then she got out and they decided, 
well, I'll go back in and swim back, swim back along the shoreline with them again. Yeah. I mean, what my pilot told me in California was that orcas are actually more dangerous for the swimmer than like any other shark. Any other shark. So, because they play with you. Yeah. You know. oh, oh, brilliant. And Just a, not yeah, in the yeah. way you want. <laughs> no, no, but they're, they're famous for that. They're orcas and stuff. They, they, they're famous for, for playing with their food. Yeah. And playing with their bait and literally yeah. just throw it, giving you a, giving yeah. you a buff before they have a harder time if you actually you know get killed by one of those than by a shark yep I find it um, impressive that you really let's say got into sport when you're at university yeah. there was nothing there was nothing here or mum and dad weren't, weren't, weren't let's yeah. say taking to football or basketball or hockey or yes you say a bit I mean, of badminton a through bit school a bit of badminton but pff, really I nothing mean I was not very ambitious Liz, with through and, and not in the, in the Lizette Lizelle program. No, no. Uh, Lizette, yes, in primary school. Primary. But I think because my mom forced me to do something. Mm. I was quite fat as a child. I was quite a fat child, so mm-hmm. maybe that's why. I don't know. And then, and I and hated then but then w- when you got to, but then when you got to to, to Brighton, you were just like. Yeah, I mean, to be honest, it, it all that, kind or of... was it that you woke up on the uh, on the beach after a, after a late night? <laughs> Quite to, possibly. <laughs> to be honest, I remember there was a, a guy who signed up for the half in the city mm-hmm. and then he kind of, that's when I had already started going, been going to the gym a bit and then I ran on the treadmill for like 30 minutes and then he said, oh, but you couldn't run the half anyways, right? Because you're not ambitious and you know. And then I said, okay. So I signed up. We both started to race together. I ended up finishing 10 minutes before him. And then it kind of started, you know, I was like, okay. I mean, he suffered. Oh, he oh was, I mean, and, and, and what are the conversations like, today? I mean, what are the conversations today with with, with him? We're do no you, longer do, in contact. No longer. It's <laughs> <laughs> that day. Exactly. It's, uh, it's, 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 he doesn't even get blue ticks. <laughs> no, 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 no blue ticks. Um, and so, so when you when, when you started, let's say the exercise, did you do did you, did you triathlon, uh, duathlons, and triathlons yeah. before the swimming, or yeah. what was your? I did a few races, and then the club I joined in Brighton had like a triathlon section, so it was a running athletics club, but they had like a few people doing triathlon. So then I started riding with them. I started going to the pool with them, which I found horrible at first, mm. and then I did my first few triathlons. Started learning to swim proper fun crawl. Ended up swimming breaststroke the entire race because I was scared and yeah. Mm -hmm. And then slowly kind of progressed. And then when I came back to Luxembourg, I stayed with triathlon for a bit. And then in my triathlon club here, there was an Italian guy who had tried to swim the channel a couple of times, but he didn't manage. And he had a like a slot booked for the following year. So he asked people whether they wanted to do a relay with him. And I said, yeah, sure. I'll do that. And then I swam in the relay of six. And then on the boat, it was like, hmm, why not try it on my own? So I went up to the pilot and then asked him whether he had a few slots available for next year. And then, yeah, I booked them. So just so a, rel- a relay, just m- meaning that you dump it, you dump it. <laughs> <laughs> I dump it off the boat. <laughs> yeah. So you, 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 you dive in, you do your hour. Yeah. Then you, then you, then your next uh, mate does the up hour. Up to six of you, and there were six of us, and then everyone does an hour, and you have to stay in that order until you get there. So yeah. And it took us thirteen hours. So. Okay. Yeah. He, did, he didn't think he didn't think of doing a prank and going around some of those windmills that are in between the. <laughs> <No. laughs> no, you don't really no. see them. You don't see them. Now they're more to the 
West? Uh, to the north? north, I'd say there'd be north. Where, so where did you start? Dover to you start Dover to Calais. Calais. So I think they're more on the okay. So you started on the UK side. Yeah, you you could swim from France to England up until the fifties, I think, and then France stopped stopped it. Okay, so you no longer wanted starts from there. Beach. I don't know why, mm. but it's quite like you have to have your passport with you as well because the French can control you because basically you legally. That's true. Entry. You are, <laughs> uh, but it's fine. We're well, not right. coming by. You can, you're not coming by boat, so. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's a boat with you, though. Yeah. So oh, they yeah, need yes. to. They, yeah. they need to have all their passports. Yeah. And, be, and they they also have the swimmers' passport. But one, you, would, th- you get one would think there must be communication between yeah, the two yeah, countries yeah. that hey, we've got a swimmer coming through those yeah, P and O ferries. And they know, and and they very very rarely check. Yeah. Okay. I have not heard of anyone being actually asked for their passport. So you, but then, so that was so you did the relay one. Yeah. And then you did it the next year when you exactly. did it on your own. Yeah. Wow, okay. So you asked the pilot. Who is the who is the pilot? Pilot is usually like a fisher that is fishing in the channel, that knows the channel, knows the tides, knows the currents. And their like second job is taking swimmers across. Well so is it is it fair to say that there is a an an, an open water season? Is that would yeah. that be Okay. Yeah, like I mean, from you, you May, want to, go May to, to December. <laughs> no, yeah. no, May to September usually. A bit cold, um, isn't it? Oh, May is usually very, very cold. Yeah, May's May's the cold uh, one. Okay. I would say June is where most people start their crossings and start training in May outside. It's a thing with the with with the open water swims and everything like that, but you you have to do it without a wetsuit. Yeah, that, that's b- the thing. because the first guy to have done it is Captain. James Webb. Yeah, James and, Webb. Yeah. And he, he did it in 1890, I don't know. And yeah, of course, they didn't have wetsuits wet then. Suits. And now any open water swim, you want to have like official a record of, you need to do it. You have to put to loads people. of stuff on your body, don't you? Yeah, but like Vaseline, you can use like Vaseline and like what they call channel grease. Yeah, grease, yeah. Being in salty water, it just deteriorates after, let's say, four hours anyway, so... No After four views, hours, really. Casual swim for four hours. <laughs> <laughs> I was still stuck on that fourteen hours. So, so actually, so what, what? What was? What was your official time swimming from Dover to Calais? Thirteen hours and. 54 minutes. Thirteen hours and fifteen more minutes. Yeah, so you, you under fourteen hours. Yeah. That's also a flight from Heathrow to Singapore, or something, yeah. isn't it? <laughs> yeah, I mean you can do a lot of things. And 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 and, and what time? And what time in the morning did you uh, did you did your toes tickle the water? I started at it at night nine nine thirty ten. <gasps> you went through the night. Yeah. Oh, good lord. Which is the good way to go because then you swim into the sunrise. Because I know people that kind of have to deal with the sun setting, and then when you're tired and the sun sets. I oh, think yeah. that hits oh, okay. that's, quite differently. Yeah. So in this case, I was quite happy swimming into the sunrise. And if you're like on the water, you can actually see the sunrise quite early. So mm. you can see it. Oh, they can see nice. the 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 the, the, um, the glistening of the of the waters. Yeah. So to but, speak. Right. When you, if you're swimming at night, right, <laughs> and you're going in, you you put your head in. I mean, I'm assuming you're wearing goggles, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> below you is just darkness, right? Yeah. Oh, oh, there's a light on the boat, and you yeah. have two lights, one on your swimming. Yeah, are you wearing? It's a... Giving me the hippie-jeebies just standing. <laughs> yeah, I, can, I, can, I can see you. I can see you. Not comfortable. Um, do you have a buoy attached to your no. waist? No, there's nothing that could give you outside assistance. Right. 
Yeah. So you're not allowed to touch the boat either. Yeah, that's right. You're not allowed to touch the boat because yeah. they, they have to throw you your drink, don't yeah, they? We yeah, we had like a fishing line attached to the bottle and then they threw it at me. Okay. <laughs> um, and then I think I come, I'm, just, I'm, still, I'm still on the sharks just because of you. So th- there's no cage like on the yeah. boat where you're swimming in a cage yeah. as you're going through these waters? Have, I mean, in the channel, sharks are no issue anyways. Yeah. But in Catalina, for example, yeah, Hawaii, that, yeah. you can have a shark shield. Next to your kayaker. Okay. Shark shield. So. Yeah, which is like, a, I think like a sonar. Ah, uh, right. And they okay. don't like that. Okay. Uh, so I think most people that do those swims choose to have them, but mm-hmm. yeah. And so to make these feats legit, let's say, is there an organisation committee or re- regulation, yeah. rules and regulations? Who f- who form these? Is it, a, is it an international open water society or foundation? There is actually a, a, a international Open water, which is called Vauza, but uh, Vauza like Wowza. Oh, yeah. just getting yeah. Wowza, right? <laughs> exactly. Uh, but named. if you do all of those individual swims, it's always the association connected to the channel that has to ratify it. In this case, well, in England, there's now two. There's the Channel Swimming Association, which is the oldest one I swam with, and then there's also the Channel Swimming and Piloting Federation. Both are valid, and both have their observers that come to the boat next year. <coughs> and then the channel Catalina, I swam in, in August. They have uh, the same association with two observers always on the boat checking that you... Nicer waters in Catalina, I would imagine. Though. Yeah, but... Oh, well, but you're well, you're in the Pacific. Yeah. 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 Different... Uh, different uh, different waters or not not really? When you, when you, let's say, you are relatively close to the shore. I mean, you're, th- what, 30... Uh, no, what's the distance? Well, I swam from Catalina to LA. It was 32 point something. So... 32K? Yeah. How long was that? 13 hours and 54 minutes, exact same time. Exact same I time. Didn't do it. Same I think time. a few seconds off wow. my English channel. Time. <laughs> That's quite interesting. I didn't do that on purpose because I always assumed that I would be faster. But I had, I did suffer a lot yeah. in Catalina, yeah. What were the cramps and stuff? Or? No, I was tired. And I don't think for like two hours what I did was swimming. They had to remind me that, you know, please pull. Oof. Do something with your arms. Do they, do the, do the, <laughs> do the pilots, let's say, do they take you up or do they know, do they, are they able to work with currents that might yeah. be coming through? So you might better go a bit. Yeah. So you're not always going. Like the channel you know, has quite strong. Yeah, the channel's quite, quite, yeah. quite severe, isn't it? So if you look at a, a swimmer's track, it's always like S shaped because it kind of takes you. Up to the north fast and then down towards France. And then you actually have to make it across the next current. You have to be closer to France. If you don't, if you miss that kind of time frame, the next current comes and it will take you kind of across, like you swim parallel to the shore. So you instead of yeah. landing in like Cap Grinet, where I, you kind of end up in Calais, and you're very close to the shore, and that's where most people give up because you can oh, see France, but you got, can't get any closer. That's torture where you, that yeah. must be. you swim in one way, but the, you just go. Yeah, yeah. But you're telling way. the pilot, hey, the shore's that way. So when you're swimming, the, the boat is obviously guiding you, yeah. so you know that you're a. Let, let, what is the distance? So you one, one meter, two meter, three two, meter, two meters, two meters away yeah. from. If you go too far, they'll call you. If you're too close, they chase you away. Yeah, <laughs> and and you and you can hear, you can hear them yelling from the boat. Yeah, you yeah. can. It, although at points, sometimes you have like moments where you think, oh, just shut up. You know, you have your team on the boat mm-hmm. and then they say, oh, you're doing well. Uh, go on. And you're like, yeah, yeah. 
<laughs> okay, well, okay. Here's a Just genuine question. Just going to do this bit underwater. <laughs> who's your, uh, who, who's your, t- who was, was the team uh, that you had on the boat? Uh, it kind of differed. I had a different team now uh, in in the US, which was a friend I, I trained with quite a bit and two of my best friends. But one of them was severely seasick for 14 hours, so I'm <laughs> still sure that he suffered more. Much more than I did. Oh, <laughs> isn't that yeah, shout out to him? Oh, yeah. Wow, isn't that inc- yeah. incredible? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I made it across, but the poor bloke. Yeah, is, got uh, to be airlifted is, off. <laughs> yeah, but the, yeah, yeah. I mean, I didn't know that, right? Yeah. But uh, the kayaker took a few pictures of me, and then you can see me swimming, and you can see the boat in the background. He's always sitting there, like, oh god. <laughs> so it's quite funny. The kayaker must have a hard job as well, right? Yeah, they That's... do change every three to four hours. Okay. But, you know, it's quite boring for them as well. Mm. Also throughout the night to do that. But they go, usually they go downstairs and in the US you have very big boats. Yeah. They can go and sleep. But in the channel you don't have a kayak, you're closer to the boat. Mm. Oh, okay. Okay, here's a challenging question. Which one was your favourite one? Ooh, I think the channel because it was the first one. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And I always hoped swimming in California, the dolphins would swim with me. Didn't see Didn't. one dolphin. And the <laughs> day before, the kayaker had already gone with another swimmer. And he was like, oh, if you're as lucky as him, like he had dolphins for five hours swimming. Oh. Uh, and I swam throughout the night. And I thought, oh, yes, yes, the dolphins are coming soon. They're coming soon. The sun rose, fog. We didn't see anything. Uh. I didn't see the coast of LA until 40 minutes before I actually landed and no dolphin. Some plastic bags. I was going to say, what, yeah. what, what did you see? You saw plastic plastic bags and jellyfish. Oh, jellyfish is a bad one, eh? Yeah. Well, it's bad. Uh, yeah. yeah. Jelly, jellyfish and plastic bags are two worst things that we want to see in our open yeah. waters. Because I know that there was, there was, there was, an, American, there was an American woman. Um, I think she was, she, was, she was a southerner. She was, she was famous. And then she was even into her 60s. She was still doing these swims. And then I think the most recent one that she did was was the Catalina one. Yeah. You, do you know who I'm talking about? I've I've forgotten oh, yeah. her name, but yeah, she, but even but it, in the 60s, yeah. she was she was doing it. There's and, a lot of people who, who do it who are retired and then say, okay, it was always my dream to do this, and then they they do. And that. They did it. Yeah. How many well, people are doing it? Like swimming in the channel a year? I don't know. Um... There's a, a large difference between trying to swim it and actually swimming it, mm. which we call delayed success, right? If you don't make it, That's you make it another nice, time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Hopefully. So, a hun- I don't know. A hundred? a hundred? It, it, wow. it has increased by quite a bit. And I think the pandemic has also helped because a lot of people discovered open water swimmer, swimming yeah. during wow. lockdown. So, I think that... Yeah, kind well, of. Well, you're certainly a big area where you can keep your two meter distance, isn't it? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah very much so. Okay, so tell us a little bit about because on, on both occasions you you raised um, yeah. money for charity. Yeah, it wasn't just all about yourself. <clears throat> tell us a little bit about who those charities were and, and and why you chose those charities. Both times I did it for Plustapoli, which is uh, was funded by Yannick Linas, who's also a Luxembourgish athlete, uh, triathlete, and runner. And he got diagnosed with a chronic form of leukemia. And while he decided on, with a doctor on his treatment, he realized that there's a lot of people who have acute leukemia and who actually need to have stem cell transplantation. 
So he decided because he's quite well famous in Luxembourg, people do know him and he knew that he would get a lot of attention talking about his diagnosis, that he would use that for a good cause. And then he funded Proche de Projet to kind of raise awareness for people to actually become stem cell donors. Wow. And that's who I raised money for. Deservably, deservably yeah. so. Great, deservably great project. So. Good idea. Well done. And then obviously supporting with someone that obviously that you're close to makes, yeah. ma- ma- makes it yeah. even um, even more special. Now you've got another project coming up in August. Exactly. Go on. <laughs> I'm going to swim around Manhattan Island. Ooh, nice. Yeah, that's yeah. cool. That's a good one. Yeah. Tell us the date you're finished and we'll be there, we'll exactly. be there, we'll be there on the 5th of August. 5th of August. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> oh, wouldn't that be nice to be there for the party for that one? Oh, Let yeah. me just go onto Skyscanner right now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> good luck finding it's, a good flight. Yeah. <laughs> so what, what, distance, what distance is that? It's 45.9, current assisted. Current so assisted, it'll okay. it'll be ah. shortest time-wise, but longest swim I've ever done. It's yeah. cheating. Yeah, it's yeah. cheating. That's why I do it. <laughs> Danny's been silent for ten minutes and then comes in. You're cheating. <laughs> and 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 your crew will they be the same crew that you had on the channel, or will you have a with a guy that knows the waters a little better? What what will, who will here? Be? The crew is actually consisting of the people from the New York Open Water Swimming Association okay. <laughs> and an observer from them, and I can take two people on the boat. So I choose my best friend. And the person I actually trained with most, who was also there in Catalina. So, the two of them, because you can only take two. Okay. But then there's other people coming with me. Uh, for example, the guy who was seasick. Uh, <laughs> he him, used to live in a... New York. He's okay. still coming, but he, I think he'll be there when I start and when I finish. Yeah. Are, are those waters colder? Are they, or are no. they more rough, or are they more, or because it's a little, it's a bit of more of an inlet, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, you it. start. They have to time it right. So you start with the current from the sea coming in. So you go up East River, Harlem River, and then you go down Hudson, which is of course you know always flowing with the current, uh, and then. Yeah, it's, I think, 26, 27 degrees, quite warm in August. So oh, that's not I, bad. I, I won't be cold, which is good. Because yeah. usually I have to already spend my time swimming in the lake in Ache-sur-Sur by now. But uh, today I was quite comfortable in the pool and I thought, yeah. good, nice. Yeah, so you, but you'd, ra- <laughs> so you'd actually, yeah, you'd rather swim in the warmer temperature water yeah. than, the, than the cold. I do like the cold water, though, but... The first few swims you do is quite tough, and you mm. ask yourself why. I'm just I, <laughs> Danny here is absolutely blown away. <laughs> he's, That's he's, why he's, <laughs> I'm just thinking of that moment, me going in myself. Okay, we, I, I can swim not long distance, but I'm in, enough to swim. And then you're standing on the stones. I don't think there's a sandy beach. You're standing on yeah. the stone. yeah, and then your t- your toes, the water just yeah, touches exactly. your toes. Go, oh, right, okay. And then you go up and you go to your knees. Yeah. And it gets a bit higher, and then your your voice changes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Does that happen to you, or you just go? I'm I go out for right my swim. In. I'm going yeah. straight in. I go right in. I think I do. The first time I actually All swam balls in, in very very cold <laughs> water was swimming in Dover. I did train. I do still train with them. It's a Dover Channel training group, and um, they meet in Dover from the first weekend in May. So they're this weekend, last weekend, were the two first official training weekends. So I thought of them yep. and thought, see you in June, guys. But uh, they, when when I first swam, there was nine degrees. And everyone Whoa. just went in. And then also you have to, I was just... No wetsuit as well. Yeah, but I also have, to, I just came from triathlon. 
it's a bit slimmer than saw everyone else on the beach and everyone told me like, huh, you need to put on weight. <laughs> and I was like, no, 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 no. Got in the water and thought, I need to put on weight. So I gained 10 kilos, that helped. Wow. Yeah. You gained 10 kilos, where'd you go? Where'd, where'd you go to put on the 10 kilos? <laughs> where did, where did yeah, I go? Yeah. Where did you go? McDonald's, KFC, no, Burger had, King, what, what, I just what tickles you? Anything. I love food. It wasn't, <laughs> it wasn't hard to put them on, right? <laughs> I'm thinking straight down to McDonald's, four, che- four no, cheeseburgers, no, no. then a whip across town to Burger King. <laughs> so average, knock out a whopper. It's an average Tuesday for is him it? anyway, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so, okay, so you're on this boat, right? So we're on the boat in, in, in August and you're allowed a few more other punters on the on, on the boat to go with you. Some famous people, maybe some A-class Celebrities, not a class, anything else, that but uh, about celebrities that you can choose. Who's your? Uh, you got? You've got two. Yeah, let's say uh, two. You got two uh, celebrities that can go on your boat. Jesus, Is probably that, Jesus. Jesus would be one. Um, I think if I could choose, yep. it's a woman called Sarah Thomas, who's the the only person to have swum the channel four times. I mean, in four a row, times. like wow. so she swam okay. in a row. Yeah, so she swam. What there and back? England, there and back. France, France, England, England, France, France. Oh, England. what? I was joking. So I think I would. Uh, yeah, yeah. So I would take. So there's actually her someone on. in the world more crazier than you. Yeah, she's definitely non-stop. The non-stop. It's just 50, 54 hours, I think. Yeah. So I think I would take her because I think she's probably the person you do want to. Two days to. straight. Yeah, sure. And then uh, Harry Styles. Yeah. Oh, Harry! Uh, he'd be able to sing you a lullaby. Yeah. Exactly, he would be able to sing you, sing you, <laughs> sing you a song. Well, it's not all uh, serious questions. If we could be as serious as we, it wasn't really that serious anyway. One last one from me. You want to go one? Right, go <laughs> the, for it. The total distance that you're doing in New York. What is yeah. the total? Forty. Forty-five point nine. Okay, and the and the timing you're aiming for probably about thirteen hours. People, no, no, no. People need. Between eight and ten hours. Eight and ten. Oh, yeah. Okay, cool. So I'm hoping to eight. Eight. Maybe nine. Seven fifty nine. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> okay. We'll send we'll our good friend Peter Creek there to go to go on oh, the yeah, shoreline. We'll tell yeah. him to go down and uh, meet you on the sideline. Right. Let's go. Obviously, a few more uh, fun questions now. Uh, on your social media, you like this. There's you, you. You like putting a few quotes. Yeah. On there that are that are quite special. There was one that uh, really tickled me. Once they tickled me, it it, it hit me. It was deep and it was actually a big like from our friend Julian Hanks. Doubt kills more dreams than failure ever will. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. Really good, isn't it? You can yeah. only learn from failure. Yeah. Right? I want to hear it with you. I want to hear it from your voice. <laughs> Doubt oh. kills more dreams than failure. Failure ever will. Yeah. 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 I mean, who else to get that that comment, that quote from Yeah. That, Perfect. From, from Paul Kramer. Yeah. I mean it was it, it was I funny mean, because it, it now that I've had that, I relate to the story that you just told us when you're on the boat yeah. and you're doing relay and you went, oh, I could do yeah. this. Yeah. You have to be your biggest fan. Yeah. Yep. Although I have to say, I mean, I'm also the person that sometimes I get out of the pool, I'm like, why am I doing this? I won't yep. make it. I'm shit. You can be hard mm-hmm. on Sorry, yourself. Can yeah. I say that? Yeah, of course you can. Okay. <laughs> of course you can. <laughs> you can, I can't. <laughs> I'm in a grey area. A grey area. <laughs> All right, so let's get to the good stuff. Salty hair or chlorine hair? Ooh. Salty hair. Salty hair. Yeah. I could ask you that, Daniel. You could have done what, it. What, what are you, your salty hair? I, I, I would have said salty, yeah. Salty hair. At the same time, you, you know, know, I you, don't really need to bother, do we? We sell it in bottles now, apparently. 
salty hair. Uh, salty hair. Really? Yeah. Oh, really? Mm. Yeah. What? It's got like extra frizz. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Do you prefer the mullet or the moustache? Moustache, I think. Uh, budgies or boardies? Budgies. Ah, oh, our girl. True swimmer, right? Yeah. True swimmer. <laughs> of course. And what about as in terms of your nature? Are you a, are you a socks up kind of girl or are you a socks down? Socks up. You're a socks up. Socks yeah, up. interesting. Yeah, okay. Yeah, definitely, definitely, definitely. So um, <laughs> I, I'm socks down. Yeah. So socks down. <laughs> so Scott and I, obviously Daniel, he has to get invited because he's been on the he's been on the show as much as Scott. <laughs> We're gonna have a party. Okay. okay, and to that party, you can wear anything sporty, your favourite sporting attire, your fa- your favourite sporty shirt, <laughs> anything you like. Tell me, what are you going to wear to our party? If my dad still has it, the jersey from France 98, where they won the World Cup. Football World oh, Cup, yeah, 1998. Yeah. B- very they won the World Cup on my birthday, so. Oh, that's great. Yeah. Nice. 12th of July. Nice, nice, nice. Now... Normally I would do this, but we're running out of a, a, a little bit of time. I know we're uh, three quarters of the way through the show, but we would ask you what your walkout music would be. Mm-hmm. We're not going to be playing it because when it goes on Sorry. Spotify, they will, they're going to take it off anyway, so we're not going to do that. Okay. But you just got your toes in the water. I, was, yeah. I, I can feel it. Can you feel it? The scones <laughs> under the feet. <laughs> you said no. Danny and I are not going, and we're not even up to our ankles. Uh, <laughs> Daniel, I'll, I'll pretend... To go in, Daniel, who's definitely wearing boardies, he'll get he'll, okay. he'll, he'll he'll probably get just above the the, the nickel line and be squealing. Yeah. <laughs> You're going in. What track have we got playing? Anything what, by Florence and the Machine, really. Florence and yeah. the Machine. Yeah, she's good. There's something on here. I've got Florence and the Machine all loaded up, but we've got so much content to get through. <laughs> <laughs> Daniel, um, yeah, yeah. we're only on page. Two. We're on page two. Oh, well, so, okay. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Page two. We're not even. We're not even close. <laughs> we're not even. We're, we're not even close. We haven't even delved into all my animal questions. <laughs> You're coming back, and we're going to try and save the last. You're going to come back into the show again. Okay. I hope, please. Yeah. Thank you. I was a bit, bit, bit rude. Please, yeah, can you come yeah, back yeah, into yeah. our show again? <laughs> sure, sure. <laughs> yes, I will. Yeah. <laughs> after, after New York? Yeah. New yeah. York, New York. Definitely want to hear we, about we, that we, one. We definitely want to have a... Scott will be in the studio with Danny. <laughs> Danny will I'll be here as well. Danny will be over in the corner <laughs> uh, 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 listening. We're going, to try and, uh, we're going to try and bring you back in at the very end of the end of the show because we might have another one more question to, okay. uh, to finish off with. Um, we're going to do some international sport. Crack yeah. straight into it. Now, sport paid tribute to King... Charles III on the day of his coronation. Players lined up as the national anthem was played before. Well, there was cricket, there was football, even some rugby throughout the yeah, countries, uh, throughout the country rather in the um, in Great Britain. Um, but they were not as universal. Name the one football club that gave it a little bit of a boo. Uh, Liverpool weren't happy, were they? Yeah, Liverpool no. Fans. Not the first time that they mm. uh, that they boo the boo the national anthem. Um, yeah, it's both teams lined up around the sort of uh, well, not English, are circle. They? <laughs> that's filth. That's filth. The <laughs> saviour football filth ever and later later time. Both teams lined up around the centre circle for God save the king to be played. A large portion of uh, of the Liverpool fans were booing. Now there's a there is a little bit of a reason why, and that comes to basically goes back to the 80s where there's a common distrust of the establishment. Ah, okay. It was the, it was the, the Hillsborough disaster and. Yeah, there was the Hillsborough disaster as, yeah, of course. as well. 
Now, there were special ceremonies, as I said, held around in, in, in um, different venues. There was at the Newmarket, the horse racing meeting, as well as um, badminton as well. As well. Mm. Badminton horse trials, I should say, not badminton, badminton. Badminton horse trials. Um, Danny? Losing my Mister, place, you're l- losing your place. You can go and um, you can go and cuddle up. You're next to me. You can cuddle up next to Paul. You can cuddle up next to Daniel. Your good friend over there. Feel feel free to jump in. There's another man just come at then, um, Anthony Perez, who Yo. will be giving us our BG roundup. We'll ask you to um, we'll be another couple of minutes and there. We're just going through the international sport, rugby, Bath, home ground called the Recreation. Um, hoping to get work underway on redeveloping the recreation ground by 2024. Um, they want to replace the, the temporary stands and build an 18,000 capacity stadium. Oh, wow, okay. Yep. So it was originally thrown out by the Supreme Court in October. Um, but yeah, now they've been allowed to. It's a bit, uh, of, a, it's a bit of an institution that ground. That massively. Yeah. When you think of when you think it's of rugby, you well, and you, apart outside of Twickenham, of course. Yeah, you think of one. you think of the recreation. That would be my uh, my yeah. first one. The other one I would think of would be uh, the ground that you uh, took us to in Sale. Just it's like a tin <laughs> shed <laughs> next to the motorway. Next to the motorway and a sewer yeah. plant. Yeah, yeah, AJ Bell. <laughs> yeah, um, tennis Novak, world number one. He is able to play at this year's U.S. Open. It's been confirmed because in the US you no longer need to be vaccinated against COVID-19. So there we go, Paul. You can just jump, go straight up. You don't need to show your uh, COVID cert when you fly over in, in, in August. When we fly over. When we fly over, <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, she would have started. We could actually, Paul could start the race and then, or start the race, start the, the her, her, race, her, yeah. race her, her, her swim. We could fly over. We could over. take off at the same time. <laughs> and we could probably see who gets there. Gets there. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, so staying uh, further on, uh, on on tennis, Andy Murray, he's playing Tommy Paul. It's probably being played right now, actually. Tommy Paul in the final, the ATP Challenger in Aix-en-Provence. He, um, he beat Harold Mowat in straight sets. He actually took the wildcard uh, entry to get through. Um, and in doing so, he will now become, uh, will we'll get a top 50. He won. He won, did he? Yeah. He won. Well, he so, won. And the, he's now in the top 50 in the world in uh, oh, tennis. Not like he hasn't been there before. Um, and Emma Raducanu, she will, um, staying with the British athletes, she will miss the French and or French Open and Wimbledon because she's recovering from a hand injury, which has been yeah. actually why why she hasn't had some of the results. So uh, mm. yeah, and I think perhaps will it be will it be good for her? Do you think to have a little bit of break a, a break away that big US win and then we haven't really so. seen much more. I yeah. mean, we we talk. I mean, okay, it's obviously a completely different a different. Um, levels and whatnot but with the three of us have talked about this quite a few times you know if you if you're training for a big tournament you train for like a, a squash tournament for and everything and then you play for a week straight it's sometimes it's good just to have a three four weeks just to check back and yeah find your love for the sport right. again almost because sometimes it's hard to forget i'll save the football for the end before we bring anthony in but uh, we talked about golf the wells fargo championship now it was american wyndham clark last night who's chasing his pga title he carded an eight under par 63 to move 16 under in uh, charlotte north carolina compatriot uh, zander shufle 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 yeah well he is two shots behind uh, after a round of 64 so uh, clark 29 years old he made eight birdies in a bogey free free round well played Oof. With uh, Chouffle. So, uh, yeah, I think Englishman's Hatton, I think, is fifth. Is it Hatton? Tyrrell Hatton. Tyrrell Hatton. Yep, I think he's fifth. And uh, Adam Scott, I think there's a few of them tied for tied for third. Adam Scott and Tommy Fleetwood, I think. Oh, Tommy Fleetwood's a good player. Yeah. I like him. What about squash? World Championships in Chicago. Yeah. It's worth 500000 
men and women. Yeah, well, there you go. Well, for us three squash players, we'd say that's 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 a decent that's a decent amount. Of, a, a very good purse. Well, I think it's I think it's the biggest purse. Must not be. not much compared to the Wells Fargo Championship. That's just another golf tournament. Well, even the snooker that you were talking about last week, the winner won five hundred thousand, whereas the winner of this is only getting only eighteen percent. Eighteen percent. Eighteen percent. Eighteen percent of it. Where there was almost a possibility, a young fifteen-year-old girl got to the third round. Fifteen yes. years old. Really, in the third round of yes, the world championship. Yeah, that's right. She lost. She lost out to Hamami in the in the uh, in the three-two f- three, two in the fifth set. Now we t- we'll just stay on the squash for a minute. We got look at the men. You've got Asal, Farag, Shaw, Baggy, Diego, Cole, Momin, Gawad, Hesham. Wow. Who's who's going to? I mean, what, what's interesting about all this well sport right ones. now? Yeah. They've all been. Yeah, uh, Hesham's the only one that's not been world number one, but they have all been world number ones. Anyone can win. Yeah. So if you're listening to the show right now, anything I don't know nothing about squash. Have a have, have a look at it. The yeah. World Championships is it's 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 hot. If you want to talk, talk about hot in the women's uh, the the in the women's side, these girls are on fire. Yeah. Not only as players, but with each other. There's it doesn't matter what nationality you are. No, no, they is... are going for it. Yeah. In particular, Elhami and and Gohart, there is no love lost. No, Did you no. see that mark? That Hamami left, uh, that Gawad left on him. Mm. Mm. Uh, blood. Yeah. The, it drew really? blood. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, uh, I didn't see so that. there's no loss. So, if you want fireworks, watch the, don't be shy to also watch the woman because they go hell for leather. I'm going to go on football because we're going to come on to uh, Anthony. Um, Graham Soonis. Going to be sad to see him go. No, no, <laughs> no, no, only because no. he was Liverpool, but he also played for Rangers in Scotland. He is going to be leaving Sky Sports at the end of um, end of this year. Sixteen-nine year old, he joined uh, Sky Sports in two thousand and eight after a twenty-two year managerial uh, managerial career. Uh, Mister Smiles, Mister Smiles, but that's what puns want, right? You want a bit of controversy in the in in, yeah. in, the, in the pundit box? Uh, yeah. I think partly he might have just been in there to annoy people. And yeah, he says he owes a hundred. Uh, he owes over a hundred apologies, but he said he thinks people he he, he bought people at home should always see two yeah, sides of fair it. Fair enough. But uh, Lionel Messi, he had a wonderful holiday um, and, and missed a few PSG games. <laughs> <laughs> Perfectly timed, do you think? I think so. He's obviously in need of a buck, and that's why he had to go out to Saudi Arabia. <laughs> but he didn't know that he didn't he, that he wasn't allowed to go. Yeah, he's so he's so theoretically. He <laughs> and the Copa del Rey final last night, uh, Rodrigo he scored twice as Real Madrid won the Copa del Rey for the first time since two uh, thousand and fourteen. They beat Osasuna. Osasuna, interesting fact, they have the loudest fans. The loudest. The loudest fans. Mm. They recorded a Spanish record of 115.17 decibel <sighs> roar inside the raucous Alzada as when they beat at Real Madrid in 2008-2009 to avoid relegation. Mm. But it was a 2-1 it was a 2-1 victory for Real Madrid last uh, last night. I am going to uh, finish on there because we've got the little bit of the BGL rap to finish ah, yes, up the show. Welcome aboard, Anthony. Let's start with the biggest news of the day. It's Swift Hasbranch, who are champions of Luxembourg for the first time of their history. It's official now. It's official? It's official. And I wasn't ready because normally I'm, I already have uh, some edits ready to post at the moment when the match is over. But I was like, okay, launch playing Rosbor, launch is a win. 
But let's get into it. After the 6-0 win against Wills, yeah, Hasbro was, wasn't joking. And due to the last surprising loss against Rosper 2-1, Hesbronch are now two days before, uh, two match days before the end of the season, nine points ahead of the second place and can't be overtaken anymore. In that case, they celebrate their first championship in their history. Congrats to them. And as you'll see, my predictions went wrong again. So from now on, I'm going to stop with the predictions. Now, oh, if you want your team to win, let me bet against them. So it's easy win for them. But how did the other teams perform? Like I said, they launched lost against Rosbaugh 2-1 surprisingly and now as the title race is now decided let's have a look at the bottom of the league and we have Hostad against Fola and Fola get 3 points to big points even against Hostad thanks to an early goal from El Alami in the 30th minutes and sent the team from the Gingerwald back to the last place Woohoo! because Kajning Monerich both promoted teams from last year couldn't get over a 2-2 draw we are two matches before the end. We have uh, Hostad, Kerjing, Etzala, Monerich and Fola who are fighting against relegation. Come on, Hostad. <laughs> <laughs> my friend Ben, he has hope, big hopes, but I don't have hopes anymore. <laughs> you know my predictions, you know my predictions. Then we've got Niederkorn against Diffedange and more than one week after their duel in the cup where Diffedange went out victorious, Niederkorn took their revenge in the league in the derby by defeating their rivals 2-0. Emir Bijelic and Antonio Luizzi were the both goal scorers of the game. Then we've got the other, dame, other games with Mondo continue their undefeated streak after beating Jeunesse 2-0 they are now undefeated for 5 games in a row and they climb up on the 6th place I haven't checked but I'm sure it's one of the best seasons since a long time ago because these last seasons they were fighting against relegation or they were just a normal mid-table team but they're really performing well this season and Hosted has to play against them on the last match day so I don't really have hopes anymore that's gonna be tough and Petange show no problems against Stras and then 1-2-0. And finally, Racing and Ettelbrick, like Moritz and Kerjing, drew 2-2. That's now for the BGL League. And before I move on to the women's, I want uh, to show you how we, how we say it, the ranking, the classement. Oh, you can use anything, <laughs> but you cannot use the classement. The There's one word you cannot use. <laughs> so we've got Hesbrosch, the new champions of Luxembourg, with 75 points. Behind Dillonge with 66. The same amount of points I had just seen. Nidacon with 66 points. So Nidacon could get on, onto the second place even if that doesn't change anything just for the history then we've got Petange on the fourth with 56 Rusting with 42 and the sixth models with 42 as well then we've got Defenders with 39 behind uh, behind we have Jeunesse with 39 as well Strassenville's Rosborg Fola with 25 then on the relegation playoffs Monrich with 23 Atzalon with 20 and on the relegation we've got Kajin with 19 and Hostad 18 Oui. Tight. Now we have we've got the women's league, which didn't have any big results or surprises this weekend. But let's go through it. Amy Thompson smashed five goals. She didn't play because uh, Mama played um, Itzik, who, who are in the league anymore, so it was a forfeit win. That's, and Blowvice. Bittermo and Earl both crushed Pafferdon and Wasserbillig nine 0 Kate Till, who is actually back, uh, and awesome. Let's get into the context. Kate Till is the, second, is the record holder with 59 goals in one season, in the season 2021. And she was back on the score sheet after almost two years after her last goal in the league and scored a hat-trick. 
Uh, the reason is because she's playing actually in the USA, but she still has license in Luxembourg. She, so she's also allowed to play in Luxembourg when she's not playing in the USA. And Jonas Jung-Linster took the W against Diffedange after beating them 2-1 in the top game. Dikirsch win against Vincha 5-0. And finally, we've got Racing, who show Anton Viemgeno no mercy. In fact, the score in the end was 5-0. And they could be crowned champions, or, or more like they're going to be crowned champions next week against Paffendol, which, in my opinion, is going to happen. It's very likely, doesn't it? So, congrats to them in advance. If they lose against Paffendal, I, I, I don't know. I'm going to come... I don't know. Do you have, do you have any special... <laughs> I come with Dortmund shirt <laughs> next week. <laughs> and uh, to end the show, I want to talk about an international player, which is Leandro Barrero, who scored his fourth goal for Mainz in the Bundesliga this season, which is actually oh, wow. That's pretty impressive. Good. That's good. That's, but unfortunately, it wasn't enough for, for at least a draw because Marius Bülter, in fact, scored the winner for Schalke per penalty in the 102nd minute, <laughs> which has been now registered as the latest goal ever recorded in the Bundesliga. So it's it's pretty. Yeah, it's, it's I, I don't know. I don't know if in the last years a Luxembourg player has scored that many goals in one season in the Bundesliga. Bundesliga. Yeah, because good, the last famous person was Jeff Strasser, who played for yeah. Gladbach. Yeah. But I don't remember him scoring that many goals. goals. Wow! Congratulations, Anthony. Thank you very much for your wrap with the BGL League, the mm. the, the women's league as well, and obviously uh, congratulations to uh, what's the name again? How do Hesper. I say? Hesper. 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 Hesper Orange for for getting the win. I actually wanted to launch a sneak in there, but it didn't quite happen. <laughs> and uh, come on, we still want Hoster to stay up. Um, we need to uh, ra- wrap up the show, Paula. Thank you very much Thanks for, for your um, insightful. I still get, I've got like little, I got little goosebumps. Still, I just, still thinking about. <laughs> wow. But we are rooting and one hundred percent behind you when you are um, on that boat and there's, there's nothing to think about in that fourteen hours apart from moving your arms and legs. I want you to know that we are thinking of you, <laughs> Thank you. and we are wishing you all the very best. Thanks. And we will be here with our arms open wide to greet you back in uh, when you come. Absolutely, when you come back, Daniel. Thank you for uh, stepping in for the absent Scott. No who's uh, training with the um, National Sevens team with rugby this weekend. D- Danny Hutchins, pleasure to have you in here. Will you be coming back? Oh, of course I Yeah, of course you, you, yeah, course you will. Of course you will. Of course you will. We'll actually probably give you the last word of the day, in fact, Danny. But until we get to <laughs> give you the last word of the day, Anthony, thank you again. I Paula, pleasure. if you had to take one of the quotes, one of your favourite ones that you've got. You can't take that one that I, that I had there before <laughs> because that was really good. That was Doubt Kills More, more Dreams Than Failure Ever Will. I like it. Um... Fail to prepare, prepare to fail. Oh, nice one, nice one. I have heard that one before. It's a good one, it's a good one. Before we finish off with the chur, Danny, what was your quote of the day or what is your uh, words of the day? Uh, Just an important one to remember that West Ham huh? massive. <laughs> <laughs> well you did set me up. Well done, well done, very well done. Yep, you can listen to, uh, to tomorrow. Check out Sam at six a.m. Steps at twelve. Melissa at three. This will be this show will be up on the on the play platform as well until Wednesday night. It's cheers, guys. <laughs> Anything like that. Let's talk sport on RTL Today Radio.